Welcome to a very special podcast. Yesterday, Moritz and I, we sat together for over two hours and we discussed 21 success and happiness principles that we have come to learn and experience over the past years as traders and as normal human beings. And this was done in our masterclass. And in this podcast, I took out four or five um, points that we discussed during this podcast, uh, during this special webinar. And you will hear them now as a podcast, obviously. So I hope you enjoy. I found it very, very interesting to sit together with Moritz. And many of our masterclass students also enjoyed this whole conversation because we talked about very, very different things, as you will hear. So in this first part, we talk about manifestation, meditation, and the concept of awareness, how it will improve the quality of your life and how it will also improve trading on many different areas. I was never a big fan of meditation and I never could make it work. But I've read a lot of books in the past now about awareness and um, paying attention to what's going on in your mind, Eckhart Tolle and um, Michael Singer and even Van Tharp and all the psychologists. When you look, or even Mark Manson, the more mainstream stuff, when you, when you boil it down, you can always trace it back to you need to pay attention what is going around you and you need to pay attention to what is going on in your head. Uh, again, because most people live in, in autopilot, on autopilot. That's really, really also bad for, for your trading. And everything, how you um, interact with people in your life, and you're always stuck. Just look at when you're waiting for the bus, can you just wait or do you need to pull out your phone every five minutes and refresh your Instagram feed? Or when you're waiting in the grocery line, do you get itchy after a few seconds uh, and you pull out your phone because you just need to stay busy? Uh, it's really, really hard to stay with your, with your, with your mind. Um, so yeah, after I realized that, and I think the book from um, <clears throat> Anthony Domello, Awareness, also Eckhart Tolle, New Earth, uh, I would really, really recommend those. They, they fit in nicely. Even Mark Manson, you will see that in the end, you can boil it down to, you need to be really, really aware of what is happening in your, in your mind. Um, you cannot shut off your mind. I think that's the, that's the wrong point but you need to be aware of what is going on. You cannot let this thing in your mind just run on, it on its own. You just need to be aware what is talking about all the time. And you can boil down most books to that. And yeah, especially then after this accountability challenge now, um, I really don't want to pay 500 um, euros every week if I skip my meditation. <laughs> uh, so this is really a good, um, good way to go. I haven't skipped one since um, I think December the 13th. I already did it today. So yeah, it's, it's a nice exercise. And again, 10 minutes meditation won't change your life. If you carry this over into your, into your daily life. Um, now I deleted again, uh, all on my apps from my phone. There's no more window. Uh, there's no more browser. There's no more social media. There's no more messenger. Um, and it's not, it's yeah, you're not going to miss life. And on the other hand, it is just helping you stay more, more aware in a constant moment. Also, one thing that people always say, oh, I'm in my car so much, this is dead time. Uh, I don't think this is dead time. Um, it's only dead time when you're stuck in your head and everything is on, on autopilot. But if you really make an effort uh, to, to just stay connected and to stay present and use that as your, 
even as a meditation practice, it can be really valuable time. Um, when I, I use, uh, walk my dog every day for more than an hour, and I always needed to have a, a podcast, otherwise I would feel it's wasted time. But now I, I leave my phone at home, and it's really, really relaxing, actually. It's nice to actually just unplug for a while. And I think this is the goal of meditation as well. You just need to, to just have at least a few minutes every day where you pay attention to what is going on in your mind, and you're not just the victim of what is happening there. Yeah, I agree. And also, like, yeah, we always need to be distracted, as you said, and only a few minutes per day. I mean, when is the last time you sat down on a park bench or on a tree and you did nothing <laughs> except for thinking, which is basically meditation? And so many people never do that even once in their life. And like, they just start smoking or they look at their phone and so on. And it's really crazy. And meditation is not about emptying your mind. It's about sitting there and becoming aware of what comes to your mind and then letting it pass. That's what meditation is really about. I really, um, I'm, these days I'm really looking forward to flights. So I was flying a lot last year. And usually I was just uh, reading or uh, watching Netflix on my iPad or so. And now what I do is I sit down for seven hours close my eyes like a psychopath and do nothing and <laughs> meditate for seven hours and it's it's really good stuff i mean sometimes i fall asleep in the middle then i wake up again then i start to train of thought once more and uh, that's really the one of the best times during the month when i'm when i'm on a plane and i simply meditate for a long time it's amazing yeah, and it translates directly to trading as well. Um, people always say you have to trade without emotions, but you just need to become aware of your emotions. You, you don't let the emotions run your trading. You, you become aware, okay, what emotion is coming up right now? What is it trying to telling me? Why is it coming up? Maybe I've made a mistake or I've done something that shouldn't be the way uh, it is. And then you just learn to, to work with it. You use your emotion as a, as a guidance instead of trying to suppress it, which doesn't work anyway. But we are, yep. we are yeah, we see our <clears throat> emotions often as enemies. Um, so we just try to shut them down because we don't know how to use them in the right way. Yeah. Denise Shah said you can um, use emotions to your advantage in trading. Like simply you have to uh, identify, for example, the ones that have predictive value. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's again, all of those things that people just throw around in trading in general or those general advice, which never get questioned, which brings us back to the previous point. Uh, it's just the same. People are not open-minded. People say uh, indicators don't work. They are lagging, but they don't have any idea what an indicator is. It's just a set of formula <clears throat> that is just analyzing what is happening in front of you. Just like a candlestick is just as lagging as well. You have previous data points that you try to connect to form something on your charts. Um, yeah, it's just, you need to stay open-minded. It's so important. In the second point, we talked about the problem of constant worrying, how many people worry all their lives and how it will negatively impact you, the quality of your life and also your trading and what to do about this. Yesterday, I read in the Spentarp study guide um, a lot about worrying as well. And... Worrying is a very bad 
not yeah some people perfected it as a skill but it's just something that we often unconsciously do it's just the habit that we have um, yeah and it's one of those habits that really take away energy from you because it's an active it's an active habit and also worrying keeps you from being um, process oriented or from goal oriented you're not really doing anything while you're worrying and worrying takes away a lot of energy while you're worrying you're not spending time off how can you fix this or how can you improve and how can you become better and it's really a disease that people worry about it all day all night or about everything pretty much uh, when you turn on the tv um, everything you see is negative and you will often think that the world is going to end and the stock market and whatever <laughs> so i i don't people say oh you are you're ignorant or I, I don't look, I don't read news at all. I, I have no idea of what is going on in the world. I didn't even have an idea uh, that there were some issues in, in, in Iran and with the US until someone told it to me. And this was already then, it has been going on for days and days. Um, but it doesn't change my life. I, I'm not going to change um, the situation in Iran. And once I, I know <clears throat> about what is happening there, it's not going to influence um, what's well, not going to positively influence my, <clears throat> my life in, in the now. Um, I, th I think people should focus more on what is happening in their lives, trying to just to better their lives and the people around themselves positively impacted. Just like, do we really need to fly to the moon or to the Mars if we really cannot even uh, live on this earth? Um, maybe we should focus on, on how to fix things there or we're we just going to fly there and repeat the same stuff over and over again. So yeah, yeah. Uh, worrying and trying to uh, getting away from worrying is really important. 100% agree. Worrying is just a very unproductive activity and it gets you nothing. And uh, like as the one guy said to his wife, uh, yeah, my wife is really good at worrying because everything she worries never comes true. Yeah, it's like a superpower. <laughs> <laughs> makes all the bad things disappear but you feel bad and uh, uh, all day and yeah, meditation really helps about everything yeah uh, meditation really helps with that because you start building awareness and then you become much aware much faster of when you start worrying and then you simply turn it off or you let it go that's it it's a skill a very useful skill yeah, yeah and yeah just becoming aware of what is happening is really such a, that's the superpower. Yeah. Constancy says you attract what you fear. Yeah, no. 100%. None of the things I'm worried about actually happened. Yeah, that's true. And when you worry about them, it doesn't mean that you are looking for a solution. And then even if they do come true, you're still not better prepared than someone who never worried about it. And if most of the time life gets you from behind through the knee into the eye something that you never saw coming will happen so worrying is just useless completely useless waste of time energy emotions everything and it creates a very hostile environment because you think that everything in around you and your life is always out there to get you uh, and yeah. everything is just yeah, just on the brink of collapsing and then obviously that's if you uh, if you view life in this way, um, it's not going to be a very fun experience. Oh, yeah, it's obviously very, very... Train it's the brain not to worry. Yeah. I think the first step is you don't, again, you don't want to shut it off completely. 
But once you, you want to realize, okay, I am, I'm worrying about this. And then you ask yourself, why am I worrying? Where's it coming from? And yeah, then you can you need to you train can, the awareness. Yeah. You need to, you can understand it in a better way. Is it just something that you made up completely? Um, or is it really based on something that is actually valid? And if it's something that is valid, you should worry about this, then worrying won't help it, but you can look for a solution. What, is, what, what can you do about this right now? Um, and if there's nothing that you can do about this, what's the point? Um, I think it's, again, you, need, you don't need to stop your thoughts. You don't need to stop worrying. You just need to bring awareness. Uh, just, yeah, it, this is such a perfect skill for, for trading as well. Yep. Many really people important. trade mindlessly. Now, which was the point number 15 out of 21 from the masterclass webinar. The topic is understand that learning never stops. And this will and has changed completely my life. And we share some stories and some very, very important things about learning about happiness in life and how to constantly improve and have fun at the same time. Uh, we talked about this um, at the end of 2019. I did a short like goal setting session and I, I said it, the only thing that I want to improve in 2020 is become, is just become more aware of everything. I have four goals. One is for health. Uh, one is for wealth. One is for, for mind. And the other one is for like social stuff. Um, but when it comes to mind and health, um, I think the key habit for everything is just raising awareness. If you can get this, <clears throat> improve this, uh, everything in your life will change. Yep. Just understand that learning never stops. Yeah. Um, I, I had a, I talked about this in, in the Philippines and also I had a podcast about this. Um, people always, or I used to do this as well, and I still do it sometimes is uh, people come to me and say, hey, is it too late to, to start this? Um, is it too late to, and it doesn't have to be trading often it's trading, obviously, but, um, I want to learn an instrument sometimes. Um, and then I said, ah, oh, is it too late? Should I start now? I'm already in my mid thirties. Uh, and then I catch myself. And again, it comes to awareness. Uh, if you don't catch yourself, you will just be stuck in this, in this thought process, in this loop. It's too late. It's too late. Or is it too late? Is it too late? But you realize that. Do you really want to be the best musician of all time? Do you really want to be the best trader that has ever lived? Or you just want to have fun and you just want to have decent results where you can provide for your family or for yourself? Then obviously um, it's, it's never too late. I think this from Malcolm Gladwell, the 10,000 hour rule, it's really, really, really bad uh, because people always think they need to put in 10,000 hours. But what they- But that's to perfection. Yeah. He, exactly. He, the, the cases that he discussed in his book is uh, Bill Gates. It's uh, the number ones of any field. And you don't need to, to get to the number one in any field uh, to, to make a living or to just have a good time and to just be reasonably successful. So yeah, it's uh, learning never stops, I think. And it's, it's so much fun. Once you start a new activity, yeah. um, once you again put yourself in this beginner mindset, um, you actually see that you don't know anything. You, you, it, it's a humbling experience once you realize uh, that you're not the greatest of all time um, just because you think you are very good in, in one area. Um, it doesn't mean, automatically mean that you know that you have everything figured out. 
And people, especially in the nine to five, um, there's in, in this nine to five um, mentality where people have been doing the same job for 10, 20 years. They think they're really the experts. And once you never, or once you don't, or if you don't try new things, then you always have this wrong image of yourself. But put yourself in a situation where you know nothing and it can be really humbling. Yeah. In my opinion, once you stop learning, you're already dead. Because that's, I mean, progress is, life is progress. And if you're standing still, you're regressing. And people that stop learning when they are 20 or 30, they're already like, I don't know, shells in the body, but they don't really live anymore. And um, so that's, that's how I see this statement. And for example, my grandma, when she was 80, she started learning English. So she could talk to her grandsons living in America. <laughs> and her English was never perfect. Uh, she uh, could say a few words, but it was good enough to visit them in New York and have a great time with their grandsons and, and having the time of her, one of the best times of her life after she turned 80. So it was um, pretty amazing. And um, there was this other old lady she started painting with 75 and became uh, famous when she was 80 um, and on the other hand there's another one of my family members she's now 70 and she said um, yeah i don't know what to do with my life um, i only have maybe 10 years left and um, then what should i do with those 10 years it doesn't uh, it, it's not worth it to start learning something new because anyway, my life is over. So basically she's just waiting for death now instead of doing something cool with the time she has left and learning something that uh, would be really fun. So that's, that's the mindset of uh, you're already dead. And some people have that when they are 20 already. They think like, okay, now I graduated from university now I have my job and I'm going to do that job for the next 40 years and um, that's it. They never, they never learn anything new. They never experience anything new and they're just completely screwed, right? Their life is completely wasted in my opinion. So learning is really what makes um, life worth living as well besides um, enjoying the arts, for example. And um, also when it comes to trading, there you can see this quote as that there is never the point where you can stop learning um, i get this question sometimes um, how, how long did it take you to become an expert say like uh, i'm not an expert in trading i make money but i'm not an expert i keep learning every day and as soon as i stop learning i will start losing money that's just the way it is so never never stop learning in life and in trading and anything as soon as you stop learning, you're dead. That's it. Done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, I watched this video. It's, uh, yeah. It's, yeah, the 10,000 hour rule is really, really, um, really, really bad, I think. Yeah. <laughs> because it keeps you from, from starting even. Because it makes this task look so ridiculously um, um, not worth and so hard to do. In this next point, we talk about why everything and how everything happens for a reason. We talk about full responsibility and taking full ownership and how this will turn you into a better trader. 
Um, yeah, it, it does. Also, one thing that we keep talking about a lot is that, um, especially when, when, so when we perceive something as a problem or as an obstacle or something, and this is something that we started doing a while back, um, the two of us, whenever something doesn't go as we, as we, as we want it to, uh, we try to look for, okay, what, what else could this be? Or how could we use the, how could we use this information now to make it better or to do something else and to make something else better? And it's a really interesting exercise because at one point you always get to this um, result that no matter how bad things um, seem or whatever happens right now, there's always um, something that either you can learn from it or you could do something differently or that actually brings something positive to your life. Obviously, there are some edge yeah. extreme cases, but um, in general, this is a very good way to approach, uh, to approach life. Yeah. In the end, you are, if, if you take the stance of being responsible for everything, um, life will become much easier and you will always feel in control because what's the alternative? You are the victim and that's always worse. So yeah, if you adapt this stance, everything will become much easier and uh, your life is going to take a turn for the positive, even though it feels very scary in the beginning. Yeah. When Tharp opened his, uh, I'm not sure if, yeah, in the very beginning he said, he talked about this, full responsibility and in the end yeah you you are the one who chose to trade you are the one who chose the specific market you are the one who chose the forex pair you are the one who chose yeah. to stay in the trade you are the one who chose the position size um in the end really can you can can boil it down to you are really you are really responsible for everything because you are yeah and again what's the alternative you are the victim and you can just crawl under your blanket because the world is out there to get you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the next point is everything is a choice and this fits in perfectly with the previously discussed point. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Okay. This really fits in yeah, nicely. This ties pretty much into the point before that um, everything is a choice. So even if something happens to you, um, like in point 17, I don't know, maybe um, you get cancer, for example, and um, or if one of your family members gets it. Still, it, it's not your choice that you got it. Maybe it is because you smoked, but maybe it's not. I mean, we are not, um, the science is not 100% clear on this, but it's still a choice how you react to it and what you make of it and um, how you stay how you stay in charge, basically. Because once you stop staying in charge, but once you say, this is not my choice, this is not the thing that I wanted, this is, um, you push the thing away from you, then it really becomes your life. That's the point. As soon as you reject something, um, it will dominate your life. So you have to choose to say, okay, this happened to me. This is what I'm going to do about it. This is the reality. And um, I choose to be in charge of this. And then everything will become uh, much easier um, to deal with or enables you to deal with it in the first place. And also for trading, maybe you're stuck in a Black Friday event 
um, you lose half of your bankroll, your broker goes bust, and um, you're out of you're out of money. Um, maybe you get on the wrong side of probability. You have a trend trade losing streak. Whatever it is, everything is a choice, and how you deal with it is up to you. But as soon as you reject it and say this is not me, this is not happening to me, I don't accept this, then it will really dominate your life and it will become much worse than it should be. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> how, how you respond is, is always in full control and it determines the quality uh, of your life in the end. Black Swan. Oh, ah, yeah, Black, yeah, Black Friday, Black Swan, same, same. And the last point of this podcast, which was 19 out of 21 during the webinar, is the concept of how performance is a lagging indicator of the work you put in. And this is the perfect description of why trading is so complicated. Performance is a lagging indicator of the work you put in. Yeah, that fits in with, in the beginning, the delayed gratification. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of people don't understand that yeah. at all. They think, okay, I put work in in the morning, then I go to the charts and I put in the most amazing trades and that's it. In the afternoon, <laughs> no. the Ferrari comes up. Yeah. <laughs> they do some trade review in the morning, then they go to the charts, they feel like they deserve to win. They put on two trades, both are losers. They start tilting and um, that's it. Bye-bye trading account. So... <laughs> It's just not how it works. Performance is always a lagging indicator of all the work you put in. That's true for any field, everything. Um, besides, of course, maybe, I don't know, a vocab test. You learn 10 vocab in the morning and you do the test in the afternoon. Okay, that's instant gratification. But a real skill where you really have to learn a skill, it's always a lagging indicator. And that's also the problem that um, those, for many people, these are two sine waves that are always um, waving against each other. So your performance is down here and your in input is up here, um, the work, and then your performance goes up, then your work goes down. Then your performance is up here, you think you don't have to do work anymore. Then your performance goes down and she, oh shit, now I have to do work again, then your work goes up. So it's two opposed sine waves, performance and work you put in. But actually that's just stupid because then you're staying in place most of the time what you should do is keep the amount of work always the same so your performance can go up and stop being a sine wave. Yeah, and it's the same for everything. Uh, gym, health, uh, I can see it so clearly. My gym has never been fuller, now the second week of January. <laughs> but then the people, they judge themselves how they look um, on January 17th. Um, and he said, oh, I've been here for two weeks and I'm still, <laughs> I still don't look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Um, and then they don't come back. Whereas it took them maybe a year or two to get all this uh, extra, extra weight on. Uh, we don't it's see like it. Being, being fat is hard work, man. Yeah. <clears throat> gaining, gaining weight is the performance of um, all the food that you put inside. <laughs> exactly. And it takes a lot of time. And that's it. And yeah, and that's something that, uh, yeah, yeah, that's where I screwed up in 2019. I neglected some of the exercise a little bit and put in too much uh, food. And now I'm, <laughs> I'm reversing that again. But yeah, once you see that, and it's nice to remind yourself how long did it take to, to gain it. 
um, and don't expect that to change it overnight. It's the same. Yeah, it's the same with trading. It's very, yeah. You need to just take your time. Becoming a good trader takes time. Building a, a decent account takes time. Um, and in trading, it's even harder because even though you might put in your, your best work, uh, it doesn't automatically mean that you will have the results, which yeah. is, I think, why I'm also drawn to exercise in a, as a, as a, uh, just as a balancing activity because you can, in, in, in exercise, it's really easy to see you put in the work, that's the result. Because, well, if you go to the gym regularly and you, do, you put in the work, um, it's not like a random outcome. It's not like sometimes you, you get the reward of a workout and sometimes you don't. It's, uh, mm. Whereas in, in trading, yeah, you just, sometimes you just don't get it, even though you try mm. so hard. It's like uh, going to the, looking into the mirror after your first workout and being disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But actually, when you think about it, one year is not that long. Like one year of time, uh, so many things can change and it's not that much of time. But still, for many people, more than two weeks already proves to be way too much, way too long. Exactly, Paul. That's the same for me. I see the same people every day, <laughs> except for January. <laughs> and yeah, Jason, that's, that's the tough part about trading. And that is really, really challenging because um, especially when you come from, from well, well, just if you have been brought up normally, if you're in school, um, you just do what your teachers tell you and then you get the, the reward. There's no, there's no um, guesswork. If you at your job, you do what your boss tells you and you get the, the payment in trading it's really it's not like this at all it's it, that's why it's so tough yeah new hotties <laughs> yeah, they will be gone soon so don't get too excited but yeah. how come they are they went to the gym when they're already hot there's always a next level it's the same when you make money once you travel business class you see the people in first class and then you feel like shit again <laughs> it's always the same there's never an ending Once you have a, have a boat you see the people with the yard then you see the one with the uh with a private jet and i do this in 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 the gym um, you can see it very nicely there's this this really overweight guy he looks at a guy who's reasonably fit and he wishes he's like that guy then this guy looks to a very shredded guy who said oh i really want to be even more muscular and then the muscular guy looks at The, the yoga guy, he said, oh, I would, be more, I would like to be more flexible and just to have a, uh, just not be so stuck. And there's always room for improvement. It's so nice to see. 